This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a nice, peaceful day. I see the internet was not exploding with bullshit that was happening last yesterday, and um, I would like to say this. Um, I It's not that I don't have any empathy, because I know a lot of people are saying, well, there's no empathy or whatever, and you know, you're going to be postpartum depression. I don't have any empathy because... Y'all both are famous. Y'all both have been blessed to be in a spotlight, to do what you love for a living. And y'all choose to use your fame to have drama. That's what my issue is with the whole situation. And if the reason she's acting that way is because of postpartum depression, I understand that. But in the same sense... Girl, y'all need to get it together. Both you and him need to grow the whole fuck up. Because I'm I'm sick of hearing about this. And then this whole, like, Summer Walker and everybody wants to sit up here. Oh, well, you know, you can't judge the situation. I'm not judging the situation. I'm judging the reactions they're having to the situation. Okay. A woman can easily become a baby mama just specifically because a guy decided to check out in the wrong time period. So I ain't judging her being a baby mama. I'm not judging that. I'm judging that she didn't use discernment when dealing with an asshole. He has shown that he's an asshole, an arrogant one at that. And you thought you were special just because you were an R&B singer. And he kind of showed you, no, I have energy for you like that too. That's all that is. She thought she was privileged. And he show you, no, you're not privileged. So, you know, it is what it is with that whole situation. I hope you guys checked out my podcast from yesterday. I kind of broke it down and I kind of talked about how us reacting to buffoon ass niggas lower our vibration and trying to destroy someone who's already destroying themselves. The baby career is over. Okay. If he keeps playing around like this. My thing is, Daniel Lee, you at least know... Danny Lee, you at least know that the gays don't like his ass. <laughs> the gays gonna hate this nigga regardless if he's right. <laughs> so if I was Danny Lee, I would take this time and uh, and spend this energy on something like build, uh, doing another album, doing another mixtape. Do something with it. Take this energy and do something with it instead of spending your energy trying to sit there and tear him down because he ain't worth it, honey. Um, so today's podcast, I'm gonna talk about the TV show Revolution. I want to talk about the blackout that happened in Texas last year and what I think is gonna happen this year with everything uh with the inflation happening, uh, which is gonna lead to a, a recession, and then in return, it's gonna also lead into a depression. This is worse than the one that happened when I was in high school, actually. Um, so, and when I was in high school, it was hard to get a job. It's still difficult for some of us to get a job because we didn't build our, our experience because of this. Um, so, we're going to be talking about that today. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the crap that's going on. I wanted to talk about this. I'm not sure if they caught these guys yet, but I wanted to talk about this yesterday and I, for some reason, forgot to talk about it. Um, this is from the Kenny Burns show. Um, he's a V103 DJ and it says, uh, five inmates, including two accused murderers, escaped from Georgia jail. Well, technically prison. That's a prison. You go to prison when you do shit like that, do you? They're not it says the GBI issued a blue alert after five escaped from the Pulaski County Jail shortly after 11 p.m. on Friday and stole a white 2015 Kia Sedona van from the parking lot. The van's Georgia license plates read CMP8628. The inmates were identified as Tyree Williams Jr., Den Dennis Penix Jr., Brandon Pooler, Tyrese Jackson and Louis Evans III, according to the GBI. All five inmates have a history of violent crimes and are armed with two tasers. Oh, shit. The GBI says, 
Two of the men are facing murder charges, officials says, and Pulaski County Sheriff Danny Brennan told WMAZ that at least one of the five inmates attacked a female jailer who she, when she was in a cell talking with the inmate. They need to uh, investigate her because why are you over there entertaining the inmate girl? Let's be honest. Authorities are asking the public not to approach the individuals. Anyone who sees them should call 911, the GBI said. Um, so that was an alert from two days ago. I don't know if they caught these dudes. If they did, then, you know, I'm, ha I'm, I'm just hoping so. But that's kind of scary to think that's happening. Um, next story, since we own people uh, committing crimes, <laughs> it's from the neighborhood talk. It's not funny. It's stupid because they got her stupid ass on camera. So um, it says, uh, is the word contributed to this story is, yes, that's D. And it says, woman almost runs over Metro PCS worker while trying to escape after stealing two iPhones. Her name ain't Eve, but she definitely stole an apple or two. Y'all. <laughs> That police in Macomb County are looking for a woman who ran off with two iPhones. Girl, the fact that you stole them from Metro PCS tells a lot about you. Um, Christmas is around the corner, and it says the Grinch has nothing on our good sis in her bonnet. In the video, you can see the woman literally runs out the store with the boxes in hand before jumping into her vehicles and speeding off. Witnesses say she nearly ran over a Metro PCS worker. Police are asking anyone with information to come forward. Girl, I'm just mad y'all let her run faster than you. Because she don't like she was in no shape to run. <laughs> oh, Alright. So, this next story, I find to be sad that we're doing this and it's sad. Um, it says, this is from Black Media Page, and it says, Dave Chappelle High School cancels fundraiser at the LGBTQ students threatened to walk out. Apparently, he donated $100,000. I think y'all should give it back since y'all want to be that petty. Give him his damn money back. In Astro World News, um, and I found this off the neighborhood talk, and it says, Nike, in Nike indefinitely postpones Travis Scott new sneakers released due to the Astro, Astro Fest tragedy. Y'all gonna find something else to be mad soon. He gonna be back. Um, the next story is also from the neighborhood. Talks and it says, Atlanta ambulance driver faces DUI and homicide charges after causing car wreck that killed his patient in failing sobriety tests. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all ain't using discernment. Y'all getting your best friends hired. And y'all forgetting that your best friends are alcoholics. Um, the contributor to the story is Miggity Mike. And it says, At Friday, on Friday, an ambulance wreck, 34-year-old Kevin McCoy Corvey, had been charged with DUI combination less safe homicide by vehicular second degree failure to maintain lane and possession of an open container. Officers reported they fled to the scene after they received a call about a car wreck where they found an ambulance that was flip, flipped over in a ditch. Trooper reported McCorvey did the show hit the shoulder on the highway that caused the vehicle to overturn. Unfortunately, his patient. 66-year-old Wilton Thomason was not restrained at the time of the crash and had died from the injuries after failing the sobriety test on the scene. Police arrested McCorvey. While in court Saturday morning, the suspect had been died bond and is the suspect has been died bond denied bond. I'm sorry. They were supposed to say denied, they spelled died. And is being held at the Fulton County Jail. Kevin will be charged with driving under the influence and second degree vehicular homicide open container, and failure to maintain a lane. Y'all just don't want y'all damn jobs. <sighs> the next story is also from Neighborhoods Talk. And I don't know if y'all noticed, I did post this, and I did say, well, it is Scorpio season. It is Scorpio season. Uh, but I also blame Brandon Frazier for opening up another mummy tomb. 
Cause this 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 must have to do with the fact that they were sitting up there um excavating the bodies of the kings and queens of Egypt. And now all this stuff is happening. It says strong storms in southern Egypt washed scorpions into the street where they entered homes and attacked over 500 residents. The contributor to this article is I am Carlise. And it says, um, according to the U.S. Today, due to heavy rain and flooding in province of Aswan in southern Egypt, it has forced the little scorpions out of their hiding place and brought them into the streets and home of residents. Now the little creatures are in distress and went on stinging rampages, killing three and sending more than 500 people to the hospital with scorpion stings. All patients have been discharged after being given anti-venom doses. So it says people have been urged to stay at home and avoid places with many trees. Y'all be careful out there in Egypt. It is Scorpio season. This season is stinging. There's another story I found on, y'all gonna probably feel like some of the stories I'm telling y'all is a little bit silly, but uh, I'm trying to stay light. It is holiday season. Next week is Thanksgiving. I'm trying to stay light, um, even though a few of the stories are not light. There's a lot of negative shit happening. Um, this next story is from itsonsite.com, and its contributor is Nayara, and it says, viral video shows 7-Eleven employees shocked at a bear entered the store. The food must have been smelling good. And plus, this bear is supposed to be hibernating. So, did y'all destroy the bear cave or something? Um, It says... Um, well, it says... A video of a 7-Eleven worker encountering a bear that opened the store door has gone viral. The video uploaded by the, the FMANA83... PK has more than 6 million views with over 44,000 comments from shocked TikTok users. The engaging video captured last night entered the store. A bear appeared to open the store while the 7-Eleven worker screamed at the bear saying, Hey, stop! The woman seemed scared but kept it under control because she yelled until eventually the bear leave the store. TikTok users are stunned by the video as one TikTok user wrote, Poor woman went through 7 stages of grief in 60 seconds. While other TikTok users seem to joke about the encounter as someone commented, is her really screaming, stop, at man's like, he understands. I don't get that. Okay. A follow-up video shows the bear eventually left the store. See, the bear is looking for food. Okay. It's hibernating season. He's about to pack up and go to sleep for the winter. And he smelled some food. That's what it is. That is weird. Um, but the bear smell food. Because he definitely, I mean, he's moving his nose like he smell food. But that is very dangerous. And I think they should compensate her for that. All right. So, I don't know if y'all remember. There's a whole lot of crap that has happened. Uh, but y'all know... Um, it's a lot of tragedies that have happened, and you know, to, to to the point to where you almost forget about what happened at Sandy Hook. Um, and of course, there were conspiracy theories surrounding Sandy Hook. So, I'm gonna tell y'all this: there are people out there who said that the Sandy Hook situation was a hoax. Alex Jones was one of them. There are people right now saying that the astral world is a hoax. Let me be honest with you. I don't think it's a hoax. Um, there are crisis actors, but I don't think this is a full-blown hoax. So, um, but Alex, but there is consequences for spreading misinformation. I don't know if he was spreading misinformation or not. Because I don't know how you could forget about 22 kindergartners being murdered by a crazy, deranged 20-year-old young man. Um, this article is from BallerAlert.com. And its contributor is XOXO underscore Simone. And it says, Alex Jones found guilty in defaming Sandy Hook victims by calling shooting a hoax to pay damages. 
InfoWorlds host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been found guilty in the latest lawsuit brought against him by families of the Sandy Hook school shooting victims. Monday, a Connecticut judge issued a default rule in the fourth defamation case brought against Jones, who has made frequent claims that the 2020 school massacre was a hoax and that the victim's family were crisis actors. Judge Barbara Billies defaulted the case in favor of the parents after Jones and his companies failed to produce critical material information that the plaintiffs needed to prove their claims. Now, Jones will have to pay up. Another hearing is set to be held to decide how much he should pay in damages. The Newtown, Connecticut school shooting left 26 children, 26, I'm sorry, and six staff members dead. This is sad. All right. Now, I told you I was watching um, the Drink Champs interview with Kanye West. This article comes from Baller Alert. This contributor is Cabbage Patch Girl. It says Benny Siegel says Kanye West Kanye owns him nothing but love for coming up with the name Yeezy. Benny Siegel is interested in getting paid for coining Kanye West's nickname Yeezy. The rapper actor revealed to TMZ that he did call Kanye Yeezy at one point, but he claimed that he owes him nothing but love. During Kanye's Drink Champs interview, he revealed that Benny is the one who came up with the nickname, I still owe Benny money. I've been trying to give him his money for a minute, Ye says. He used to call me Yeezy. This is the thing. People that took a liking to me in a volatile situation will always give me a nickname, so it seemed like I was cool like them. That was Benny's name for me when I was in the baseline studio. Like on some, like on some, no, that's Yeezy. Make him one of us. He's really embraced me. Kanye took the name and ran with it, Benny modestly admitted to TMZ. As far as his business mind and where he took it, Kanye worked hard for his. Kanye don't owe me nothing, he stated. Benny added that instead of getting a one-time payment, he's willing to do business with Ye. He said, I'm not even thinking about a monetary number, he said, but I would love to do some business where I can earn some money because I'm on an I'm a earner. I never was the type to take just for, my, for a handout. The rapper went on to claim that his friendship with Yeezy isn't measured in dollars and that he would do anything for his own label, his old label partner again. Beanie's old suggestion was, is, was to sit down with Kanye to discuss business opportunities. So, yeah. I like the kindness we are seeing right here. It's just so cool. I love the love that is shown in this. All right, this is a story I found off the Lovely T Instagram page. Um, Y'all remember, I, I don't think I brought it up, but it was something that happened where there was a school system that was basically saying that they were going to stop feeding kids if they don't pay for your lunches. Well, it seemed like there's no point of even paying for your lunches anymore because one school in Wake County Schools warns about the threat of no meals because of the staff sick out. And it says, um, more than 30 schools in the Wake County public school system will likely have no meal service Tuesday because of a lack of work workers who are planning a sick out, according to the school officials. Family was initially warned Monday night about the lack of meals at the elementary school and high schools all over the county. I wonder if this, so, oh, she said she wonder if it's about a vaccine mandate. If you're dealing with somebody's food, you kind of need to get it, even though y'all know how I feel about it. But you are dealing with someone's food. Let me see you again. Okay. Here's another situation. Um, it's from V103 and says Fulton County to offer $100 to residents five and up at the COVID vaccination. Mm-hmm. Why y'all got to pay people to get the COVID uh, vaccination? Y'all know yesterday was uh, a fool's nest over there. There's some craziness rolling up over there. Um. <laughs> So, 
Danny Lynn's privilege didn't work neither on the police. And uh, let's just say, according to the Hot 107.9, The Morning Hustle, it says Danny Lee charged with simple assault following public dispute with the baby. So, you're in trouble. Was that worth it? Is it worth you losing custody and possibly paying child support to the baby as well? Which, granted, women do it to men all the time. Um, so if the baby take that approach, uh, where women do it to men all the time, y'all want to be, y'all want to be treated equal. And this is true. I mean, I get when people say that when they say, well, you want to be treated equal to a man. Well, being treated equal to a man means that if I get child support for you abusing me, I get custody of the baby. I get child support for the baby. You, I mean, you know, that's just, that's just how it plays out. And he can say she's not mentally competent. Um, so yeah, I mean, and my thing is, I really didn't understand why she felt the need to be disrespectful to the police officers. They were just trying to cool down a hot situation. If she was calm, cool and collected, I'll be honest with you. When I'm mad, I'm not reasonable too. I'm not a rational thinker. That's my Leo rising. That's my Leo rising and my Virgo. I ain't gonna sit up here and act like Virgo is logical when we mad sometimes. Well, we are. It, it's logical to us, but to other people, you might like. I don't understand. Um, but it's my Leo rising and my Virgo sign working together when I get mad. And people would say, "Oh, you're mentally insane. You're crazy. No, you pissed me off. Let's talk about what you did to piss me off, you clown." Okay. But you call the police, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come down. <laughs> uh, I ain't trying to go to jail this holiday season. She shouldn't be trying to go to jail this holiday season. Um, She should just be focusing on raising her child. And you need to come on and come out with a mixtape. Since you got brought the drama to the public, you might as well, since he brought the drama to the public, you might as well go ahead and create an album out of this situation and get your little lemonade on, girl. Um, So, yeah, that concludes today's stories that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, I don't know if you guys know it yet. I'm going to find my Spark shirt. Not my Sparks, my Stark shirt. You know, because I'm House Stark fan all the way. Um, but... <laughs> Winter is coming, y'all. Winter is on his way. Now, I know when we think about winter, we think about... Hot chocolate. Fireplaces. Chestnuts roasting on the open fire. Christmas movies. New Year's Eve. We think of all the little cuddly stuff. We would never have thought what had happened last, well, this year with the black winter in Texas. Um, just in case you guys don't know. And I didn't forget. Shout out to everybody who survived. And shout out to those who did not survive. Um, there were people who did pass away because of this, y'all. Um... Last winter, there was a black winter. <sighs> what happened during that black winter 
was that um, it wasn't a power outage. It was conserving the energy. Okay. So you had the downtown, what, Houston, Dallas area, the, the business area of Texas was still lit, still had heat, still had um, light. But outside of the business district and the government office buildings, especially the hood, there was a severe power outage. Now, y'all know the hood already suffers anyway, especially if you can't afford to pay your bills every month. You can't afford to have your utilities. You can't afford to have your lights. They took out everybody's power everybody's light to conserve the energy for the government buildings. This happened after the insurrection. Y'all remember the insurrection, but nobody remembers the power outage that happened after During the power outage, people, there were people who had water and people who didn't have water. People who had heat, people who didn't have heat. It was like a, a, a game piece board where they were deciding who got heat and who got water. And the reason I know this is because I was watching YouTuber Raven Elise. Shout out to Raven Elise. She vlogged the whole thing and how it was happening. She lived, Raven Elise lives in a nice house. Okay. She lived in the suburbs. So she has this nice house and she went to her parents' house. And at one point during this whole black out, she had to take her daughter and send her daughter with her parents because they had heat and she didn't. She was in this nice, luxurious house and she had no water. She had no heat. She could not cook. She could not do a lot of things. And there were points where she did have water and then she didn't have heat. And then it was at one point when she had to go over to her parents' house and then she started to get stuff and her parents started to lose stuff. It was just like they were playing on a chessboard when it came to the power in Texas. And everybody's trying to figure out why, because the snowstorm, everybody was like, what's well, the snowstorm? That snowstorm was not that bad. But the snowstorm the storm did make the conditions work worse. I want to talk about this i want to talk about a tv show that they put out in the 2010s and i'm gonna give you my theory as to what happened then i'm gonna tell y'all it's not just gonna be texas anymore texas is one of the bigger states and i see why they would do the power saving with texas but now i think it's going to be a nationwide thing so y'all make sure y'all save up y'all water. Y'all make sure y'all uh, figure out how to heat up the house without a heater. Uh, because this might happen to you. It might not just be a Texas thing. So I want y'all to sit back and relax. I want y'all to be able to uh, enjoy this. If you have power, you can hear this. Get some hot chocolate. Get you some coffee. Get you a snack because we're about to talk about the TV show revolution and how I think it predicted it. Predicted it. Girl, somebody needs them to go back to English school over here talking crazy. How it predicted the Texas power outage. Not only the Texas power outage, but the 
great American power outage. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Stay tuned. There was a TV show that came out, I think it's the early 2010s. I'm not quite sure. 2010. Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> but there was a TV show called The Revolution, or called Revolution. And what happened was it was a show that was based on, uh, was talking about, um, The power, a power outage, a huge power outage that happened in the United States of America. Yeah, it came out September 17, 2020, 2012, and it ended May 21st, 2014. Um, the show is about a huge power outage that happened. In the United States. And how. It kind of took us back to like. um, The 1800s. Because keep in mind y'all. Cars are now electric. So people had to travel by foot. And by horse carriage. It was a very interesting show to me because it was a lot of people um, that were displaced and couldn't go nowhere and nobody could really do anything because the power was out. So basic things that we can do now, like me podcasting, um, being able to call somebody on the phone, being able to go on a plane, being able to drive a car, you could not do in this situation. Now, the Texas power outage, it was not that severe, okay? Was it, that, it wasn't that severe, but I'm pretty sure people, like people in Texas, um, are similar to people in Georgia, where when it snows, uh, we don't know how to drive in snow, so we just lock the car up and get in the house, turn on the heat, drink some hot cocoa. We don't do we don't do driving on ice. And some people kind of were walking around even though some people attempted to be daredevils and drive on the black ice. And it's not the snow really, it's really like the black ice is left over from when it re re uh refreeze overnight. It wasn't that severe, but this was a severe case where all the power went out to where it affected people driving places. Now, I, I, the first season was good. I think after the first season, the, the president came back or the power came back on. And the president came back because somebody found the power button to turn the power back on. And then it was like, it seemed like somebody uh, did a nuclear strike. <laughs> and the power got shut off again. <laughs> My point is uh, to bring this up is we don't realize how sensitive the power grid is. We assume that we forever have lights and we forever have um, heat, air condition, Wi-Fi. Y'all know when the Wi-Fi go out, that's like World War III in a damn house. Okay, people get agitated, people get mean, being nasty, all that stuff. 
And it, it seemed like we always assume we're going to always have those things. And it's crazy because my great-grandmother always said that when I was growing up, you know, I would have a light on. She would fuss at me for the light on in the hallway. Some people still have something against me having a light on in the hallway, but the light was always on in the hallway for me is for me to see what's going on. Or it's always been on just to see what's going on in the hallway because you don't know what's going on in the hallway when it's dark. Um, and I already told y'all my little scary story about that one time I thought I saw a person or a, a bewildered creature in the hallway and it was standing in the bedroom door. So, yeah. Anywho, anyway, anyhow, we take advantage of power. We take advantage of having lights. We take advantage of having heat. We take advantage of having all these things. You understand that humanity was not, did not always have heat, did not always have air conditioning, did not always have lights. Um, all these things. <laughs> okay. And we take advantage of that. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Usually when I do my podcast, not only I have my TV on, I have the TV on, I have my uh, my tablet on, my phone is on, everything is on the Wi-Fi right now. I'm taking advantage of the Wi-Fi, acting like I have endless supply of Wi-Fi, or that the Wi-Fi won't go out. Nobody thinks when they do stuff. We always assume that it's going to always be there. But what if we have a huge mass power outage? What if we have a situation like that that happens to us where all the power goes out all of a sudden one day. Somebody mess up the power grid. Or my favorite, we just blow the power grid ourselves. Unless you are doomsday prepper, most people in America don't know how to survive without power. You do have some people who are doomsday preppers and one of the scenarios they have prepped for is a mass power outage. So there were probably some people who did have a power outage and they were like, okay, well, I know what to do. But majority of people don't prepare for doomsday because they feel like people who prepare for doomsday are crazy and are paranoid. But the truth of the matter is, it's nothing wrong with being prepared for the worst. Like how many of y'all were prepared to live off the grid and get away from civilization, civilization, civilization when you first heard about the pandemic dropping in 2020? How many of y'all were prepared? And were okay with isolating yourself so bad to where you might not speak to your family and friends for weeks. Nobody is prepared for that. Not mentally, not emotionally, not at all. But now, 
that we see that something like this can happen. Maybe we'll have a better outlook or a better view on what to do when something like this happened. When the, the when Black Winter happened to Texas, it all it told me was to be prepared. I remember, let's be straight up honest with you. We had a power outage. I forgot when. It happened this year. We had a power outage in my house. And I remember we were, the power was out for a good six hours. The power went out because it was storming. The power went out when my mom got home. My mom got home from getting a salads from DeVito's. And then the power went out and the power was out from five to six to 11 o'clock that night. I was prepared, but I, I had battery ran light. And I told my mom, if we were to have a, a power outage, we need to figure out how to use candles. Oh, yeah. So those who sell candles, you might get a spike. Because somebody's listening to Lady Tiffany Mai and her These Walls Are Thin. Because I'm telling y'all now, candles, regardless of how they smell, are always a good way, are always a good thing to have around the house. Not just for romancing and being sexy and just for the smell good. It's always good to have candles around the house because it gives you light. Another thing to have, and y'all gonna be like, oh, she went old school with this. But my great-grandmother has one. She used to always have one. I remember the power out went out one time with her. And um, it's always also had good to have a kerosene lamp. <laughs> what the hell is a kerosene lamp? Remember one time, that kerosene lamp kept me from going crazy with how bad the power outage was. We had a power outage in my great-grandmother's house, and that kerosene lamp lasted all night. Now, we could have died from uh, smoke inhalation, so we had to turn the kerosene lamp out. But a kerosene lamp is also a good way. Get good way to have light without using battery products. Of course, y'all got generators, but I wouldn't be too keen on using a generator because generators don't last that long. And with how high the gas is, <laughs> a generator can kiss my ass right now. <laughs> but we don't think anything like that would happen. Like people in Texas never thought that would happen to them. And so there's always this little arrogant assumption, especially from us Americans, that this will never happen to the whole country in real life. Well, let's be straight up honest. In our lifetime, I'm 31, okay? How many pandemics you been through? I'll wait. But now that we're in a pandemic, did you ever think that a pandemic would ever happen? The correct answer is no. I never thought a pandemic, well, I'll, I'm lying. I'll be lying if I sit up here and say, I didn't think a pandemic was going to happen. 
I low-key knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to happen like this. But we were not prepared for a pandemic. <laughs> Everybody start panic buying stuff. <laughs> so to say a mass power outage to happen in the, in the United States as a whole country is not possible. Honey, you did not know we were going to be able to catch a, something that happened in China and it's now worldwide spread it. Okay. If you didn't get the stomach uh-ohs, the stomach, the stomach uh-ohs when you heard about COVID-19 in China, you need to check on your third chakra. You need to check on your chakras. You need to align your chakras. You need to get your shit together because there's no way in the world you did not think that was going to come over here, especially when they were bringing people over here who had it back over here. So a power outage is not too far-fetched to happen. I just don't think it is. And with how everything is right now, with that huge inflation, with gas prices, gas prices here in Georgia are $3.25 I last saw. Compared to last year, $1.90. And the reason it was $1.90 is because we stopped going to work. Nobody need gas that much. Now, we're at almost $4 in Georgia. And they said the gas prices in California is like $4.62. I wouldn't be surprised if a powder outage were to happen as we speak. Now, was the show revolutionary pre- uh, Pre, it was pro was programming uh, pre, uh, preparation or just so happened with predictive programming or where it just so happened to be a show about a power outage that happened around the whole country that sent the whole country into a frenzy and an anarchy. It makes you think a little bit, right? It makes you wonder. Why was this show posted? It's the same thing when I sat there and I posted on my Instagram page about the scene in Harry Potter where the Death Eaters come back and it was when they left the Quidditch game and they caused a mass hysteria at the Quidditch game. And they threw the the Death Eater symbol in the sky. And I talk about how that reminded me. For some reason, I kept thinking about that when the whole Astro World tra tragedy happened. Is it predictive programming? Or it just so happened to be similar? So I already kind of told y'all my prediction, right? I already said, hey. You know, I think there's going to be a mass power outage. Now, whether it happened all at once or it happened one at a time. And even if it don't happen at all, still prepare for something. Because y'all lost y'all damn mind when the pandemic happened. <laughs> y'all had Cardi B running through bricks. And I really felt that when she was running through those stacked things in her house, I felt that in my core. I was like, you know what? I need a, a human-sized Yahtzee thing to run through because this is how I feel. So with that being said, I hope you guys are prepared. I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys are nice and warm. It's warm right now, but it's like 60 degrees outside right now. Um, 
this goes along with what I was saying. Just be prepared. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen next. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. These walls are thin and you never know what is happening behind these walls. Tomorrow's topic, I'm pretty sure, is Will and Jada. We're going to be talking about the history of Will and Jada. We're going to be talking about the rumors surrounding Will and Jada and for them to be coming out and confirming them 25 years later when nobody gives a damn is beyond me. So we're going to be talking about Will and Jada and we're going to end this week off with Disney theories, conspiracy theories around Disney characters. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Hope you guys have a lovely day. Get y'all some candles and get you some smell good candles too. Cause especially, you know, get y'all some candles. Uh, get y'all some candles. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am like. Audi 3000 and we'll be back 4000 tomorrow. Yeah. While I was sitting up here, I'm going to go ahead and say this. While I was sitting up here talking, this is how this world works. And I'm just so over the bullshit right now. While I was sitting up here talking about this and talking about disasters happening and shit, I kid you not, there's a report on Baller's Alert. Breaking news, 16 hospitalized following Aurora, Colorado shooting. What is up with the shootings happening in Colorado? What's up with this? And why is always Colorado? It's specifically Aurora. Girl, y'all stay safe out there. Be careful. Stay prayed up. Stay protected. I'm out.